Hey guys, you're here. I'm here. I'm pleased. You know I love the company. Shout out to everybody for being here. This is me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. All right, so y'all know it's still Women's History Month, so I got to give a shout out to the woman we are talking about this week, which is Issa Rae. Issa Rae started out with a YouTube channel. It was called um, The Awkward Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. And um, it was just like really short. They weren't even that long of the um, episodes, but the web series, which what it ended up being, actually was very, very popular. And it is one of the reasons why she was able to get on HBO with her new show Insecure. It's not really new now because it's actually in its fourth season. Well, the upcoming season will be its fourth season. Um, but it has developed into a really awesome show. And um, if you guys subscribe to the Patreon, you'll be able to hear a couple of um, conversations about that show when the new season comes on. Um, Issa Rae also wrote a book in 2015, which was also about the misadventures of a black girl. And it was really, really dope. Um, she, if you're not familiar with her still, she was in the hate you give. She was the woman who wanted, um, star the young girl to testify in front of the grand jury. Uh, and she's also, getting ready to star in, or she's already filmed it, but the upcoming movie Little that stars um, Regina Hall, who has been in like everything. And um, our mini shout out for this month, Miss Marseille Martin, who is also on the show Blackish. So like it's black women all over the place in this episode, ain't it? But yes, um, Issa Rae, for me, is, like, just one of those people. First of all, she says one of my favorite lines, which is, I'm rooting for everybody black. Um, (laughs) And she's always just a a brown-skinned girl who's doing lots of things and letting other young black brown-skinned girls know that, you know, um, it's possible to get out here and just be your awkward self and to just, you know, not even just awkward, but not to be cookie-cutter and um you know succeed she walks around with a, she's she's done a lot of um like the natural hair with braid um updos and just her natural hair you know braided up in um micro braids and box braids and all of those kind of things and she just is just a beautiful sight whenever you see her so if you guys get a chance go ahead on and pick up the new cover, I mean, well, not the cover, get the whole daggone Essence magazine <laughs> um, that she's in this month. So just check that out because she has a big spread in there. It's a lot of pictures. She looks really, really beautiful. And her story is just dope. So if you want to check that out, you know, go ahead on and do so. Also, Yay! now let's get into this week's mess. Okay, first off, let's start with... 
uh, Jess Hilarious. If you guys aren't familiar with her, she, because <laughs> you know I'm out here on these internet streets. Jess Hilarious is an internet comedian. She has been doing lots of skits on Instagram, and um, she also does this thing called Jess with the Mess, and where she just kind of roasts other um, celebrities on, you know, things that they're doing. Jess does stand-up. She does travel the country doing stand-up. So she's she's an actual comedian. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know how, I don't think that she does, like, huge venues yet. But, you know, you always got to start somewhere. And um, she also was on or is on the show on Fox called Rail. Rail is starring the comedian Little Rail, who was also the guy who played uh, the security guard friend in Get Out. Um, And it also stars Sinbad. Sinbad Sinbad was that comedian back in the day from uh, Different World, and he just did like a bunch of shows um, back in like the 90s, I guess. Anyway, just hilarious. Like I said, is this Instagram star. She gets a lot of her... um, well, most of her fame is from her being on Instagram. And so she messed up this last week because she posted a video that she, I guess, thought was going to be, would catch some likes by doing this whole uh, religious um, profiling. And she was boarding a plane and a couple of people in front of her were um had their heads wrapped and she apparently thought it would be funny or entertaining to let people know that she was afraid of um the people being on the plane once she posted that video I guess people were starting to be like Jess you're wrong whatever and then she she got onto another video where she kind of doubled down on her feelings because she was just like, y'all, we all had to de-board the plane. And then when we all got back on, those people were not on the plane. Now, I will say Jess Hilarious was not the reason why those people were not on the plane again, but they apparently were not able to re-board the plane. I don't know if it was that they weren't able to or if they chose to not reboard the plane. I don't know what that story is because that's for me that's not the conversation I'm have I'm trying to have right now. Um let's move on. After that video, people really got on her and there were a lot of people who were, you know, contacting her and giving her some information that she needed to have before she even started to think about posting any of the of, of these other videos but she got them afterwards which caused her to then post an apology video um apologizing for her ignorance and not understanding the difference between muslims and sheiks Sikhs, which is, I'm sorry guys, it's actually called pronounced Sikhs, which is not the same as Muslims, okay? And so she was already being incorrect in her religious profiling because she was assuming that this race of, this this uh, religious 
group was one group and it wasn't even that group and then two just the fact that just because somebody is muslim on an airplane does not give you reason to start to um act the daggone fool and post things on social media uh the one of the things that made this an even worse uh even worse child please an even worse act was because not she posted this on a Sunday and just a few days before, I believe it was a Thursday, was when there was the um, attack on the mosque, the two mosques in New Zealand. And um, Jess Hilarious, in her apology video, stated that she was not privy to that information. Like, she just wasn't up on world news. And um, um, she also said that she would donate $15,000 of her own money to victims of and um, families of people who lost their lives in that um, tragedy over in New Zealand. You guys can also donate money to the New Zealand tragedy if you would like to. Just look up the New Zealand tragedy and I'm sure you'll be able to find um, some places that are taking donations. I don't have anything to do with any of that. I'm just reporting to you what <laughs> was going on. Now, the reason why I am bringing this up is because I want to touch on the fact that um one, I do believe that Jess Hilarious did not know about the New Zealand uh, massacre. Not everybody keeps up on all of the news, and especially when you are somebody who is traveling city to city to city and you're trying to like, you know, practice and um, do all of those things. If your social media or if you're not even checking social media like you, like we believe that people are doing, you may not come across these news stories. If you spend a lot of your time in rehearsals and meet and greets and, you know, doing business and whatnot, and then flying back and forth through airports and whatnot, you may not know that information. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, believing that she doesn't know that information. I will also give her the benefit of the doubt, believing that she does not know or prior to now, because I'm sure she definitely knows now, but before, before this situation, she did not know the difference between Muslims and Sikhs. I promise you it's a bunch of y'all who didn't even know that was a thing either. So, you know, to jump on somebody, I think we need to not do that. Uh, however, my, my conversation is that just hilarious Everything ain't for, you know, the internet. Like, some things you say, like, if you are concerned about something, that is the thing that you send to, like, your close friends. That's not for the internet. We ain't all your friends. And everybody ain't sympathetic to your, um concerns some people are just like it's in poor taste and a lot of people felt like it was in poor taste which is why they jumped up on her up on that internet because everything you you feel and think should not be for social media some of those things one should stay in your head because we don't need to know everything that you think even if you think it's funny we don't need to know what you think but secondly um Everything for the internet, you know, we don't think it in the way that you mean it. And so you have to... You have to have some kind of discretion. I know that on the internet, 
people want to continue to get likes and people want to continue to um, trend and people want to continue to like on um, Instagram, you want to make that discover page and you want to be able to, if you're a celebrity, you want to make the shade room and have the shade room talking about you and, you know, posting about you, but the way they did post about her, but the way that they did, it wasn't in the best light. So, you know, and, and this goes for anybody else, even if you're not a celebrity. Some things that you're thinking aren't for the internet. Send that stuff in. Y'all don't got group texts no more. Like, is nobody, is nobody doing group texts? Is nobody just, like, you know, saving it for your close friends who will get the joke? Um, even if it's in poor taste. Now, you guys, if you are doing a lot of poor taste videos, I mean, uh, jokes and things to each other y'all should cut that out because you don't want people to do poor taste jokes about you or your race or your religion or your parenting style or whatever but you know I understand that in private people have conversations and and so like that's the point in private some things are supposed to be in private to your friends they ain't supposed to be for everybody and uh, I think that that for me is one of the, the things about the just hilarious situation that has me concerned because um she lost she lost uh grasp for me I feel like she lost grasp of reality and was more concerned with um getting the joke out um she wasn't being serious about guys I'm a little bit fearful and I understand like some people don't know how to handle their um anxiety or their fears and things like that but nobody's um issues are resolved by posting our stuff up on social media so I just want you guys to think twice about this social media thing because that's what we're talking about today so you know you guys if you if you're thinking about posting some things that have something to do with people that are not you for one do not film people in the airport or the grocery store or the doctor office or wherever you are. These people are not consenting. When I come outside, I'm not consenting to you taking fit videos and photos of me just because you might find me entertaining, um, thought-provoking, or whatever reason you may feel like you have the right to record somebody else, you don't. Um, you don't have the right to record people to say, look at this. None of those things. Nobody wants that. But, but it's really bad if you think you're going to put it up on your social media. That is not, people don't come outside to be ridiculed by you. So think long and hard after watching this just hilarious video about, you know, even though she did not show the faces of these men, it still is the fact that she, and she ridiculed, uh, uh, um, group of a religious group for likes and that's ridiculous she's making enough money that she does need to do this and I don't care if she wasn't making enough money it's unnecessary and don't make your money off the backs of strangers who have done nothing to you for for some kind of profiling especially as a black person because like we get profiled all the time so 
like, you know, you guys need to cut it out. And and before you speak about anybody else's religion, one, know enough about your own dang religion before you start talking about somebody else's, which should give you no time to talk about anybody else's because it's a lot of studying in any religion that you ain't got time to be talking about nobody else's. But if you feel like you do, at least know a, enough about another religion before you start uh, making fun of them. Because if you're not up on it, you don't even know what you're making fun of because... Uh, the Sikhs are actually um, a very helpful and kind. Their whole purpose really is to be helpful and kind. And so for for just to go, go on there and talk about how she's so afraid of them. And I know it all stems from the 9-11, you know, situation, but... Those were radicals. They weren't even like Muslims. So you can't just decide that just because you see somebody you believe is Muslim that um, they're going to blow up planes. No more than any other nationality can decide that just because they see a, a couple of people that those people are going to be whatever the worst stereotype of that race or religion is. So just hilarious. I'm... Even though I'm not part of the cancel cancel culture on this, I'm still saying shame on you, boo. All right, and in keeping with this whole social media thing and the mishaps of the social media, I wanted to give us another little bit of a piece of something. Dr. Dre... You guys know him. He started out in NWA, then he moved on over to Death Row, then he left Death Row and he started, you know, uh, making his own music and he was like a quick little rapper for a minute. He also discovered the white guy, Eminem. He also had, um, who also then had uh, the rapper 50 Cent up under him as well. Then he came out, you know, he did a bunch of stuff. He was the one with Ain't Nothing But A G Thing, baby. Um, he was part of that whole Snoop, you know, uh, breakout sound and all of those things. But we, a lot of people who don't know any of those things, um, will also know that he is, like, first of all, he's the beat master. Like, he makes music for lots of people as a music producer but then he also is the one who was the um name the the name up in front of the company the beats the um headphones that everybody wanted especially when they first came out and people still want them now um and the um speakers he and Jimmy Iovine did the beats thing and then they sold beats to Apple and um I believe they sold Beats to Apple. They sold Beats anyway for millions of dollars. I think he got a billion dollars, to be honest with you. I don't even know. I believe that he made a lot of money from it. I know that much. Um, So, Dr. Dre, again, on this social media stuff, guys, he posted on his Instagram page about how his daughter had been accepted into USC. And then his post was kind of like, you know no jail time, we did it the right way, or some mess like that, right? But people jumped up on him because they were like, Dr. Dre, come on now. Um, You know, because I guess what he was trying to say was, you know, my daughter got into USC the right way, not like Felicity um, Huffman and the other girl from... uh, 
what's that show called? Full House, you know, that we talked about last week. He's trying to say, like, he, you know, he did it the right way. His daughter did it the right way. But then people started to jump up on his post, like, bruh, we all know about that $70 million department that you donated to USC. We also know that you have a building named after you or you and him and Jimmy Iovine donated this money. Um, they donated the money for the department. They also have a building named after them. And then his daughter posted last month, she had posted that her dad was making her go to USC, which is something very similar. They say that, um, Felicity Huffman's daughter or one of the two ladies, their daughter posted the same thing that their mom was making them go to USC. So even though he's trying to act like he didn't bribe nobody to get his daughter in, I'm you paying for departments at the school and then you'll, you want your daughter to go there. You kind of bought her way in there. That's all I'm saying. Now, I don't know how I feel about that whole situation because I know that there was a time when um, one of my parents worked for a local university and then that kind of meant that you could, as their child, you could go to that school tuition free or on a very a very nice discount so you know like your parents there are things parents can do to um assist with I don't know if it gets you in but I think that it I when they work for the school I don't know if it gets you into the school but maybe it just gets your parents a discount on the price of schooling. I don't know how it works. I didn't go to that school. So (laughs) all of that was, you know, for not, but I don't know if buying buildings, you know, because everybody's parents can't buy buildings and everybody's parents can't, you know, aren't going to have buildings named after them. So, you know, it is kind of looks like a bribe thing and it looked enough like a bribe thing that Dr. Dre removed the post altogether. Okay. So, you know, again, it's one of those things where like, I know you want to say something, but you got to be careful about what you're putting out there on that internet because people will then, especially as a celebrity, people are going to come after you. And I think that people sometimes forget when they're posting some of the things that you're posting. It ain't just your friends that get to see it because, um, you know, somebody, all it takes is one quick screenshot, boo, and the stuff is out there. So, you know, even though Dr. Dre was trying to do a nice thing or I guess a, a good thing by saying, like, look where my daughter's going to school. And first, second of all, what the hell is going on with USC? All of these bribes and stuff they taking to let these kids into the school. I mean, are they really even educating these kids if, that, if all they doing is worried about taking in kids who... And I'm not saying this about Dr. Dre's daughter because I don't know. But if you're taking in kids who aren't willing or even able to take the testing to get in to prove that they are worthy of being in college at all. Because we don't even know if these kids are, you know, some of them are even worthy of getting in college. Like if they're willing to just take the money for that, like come on though. But it's been going on for forever. So I ain't really going to get into none of that. These are not the first parents to bribe no 
officials to let their kids into a school and unfortunately they will not be the last but back to the subject at hand which is this internet posting you know there's been a lot of conversations about kids who post on the internet and then they you know, basically snitching on themselves. And I think that our children don't understand either how much of an issue that really is to, you know, put business out there that you're not understanding is going to be used against you. I'm sure that when Dr. Dre posted that picture of his him and his daughter, uh, I saw it already. Like, you know, it's down, but I saw it before it was down. And I, I believe I saw it on his page. So, you know... Every people saw it, and um, and then it was screenshotted because that's what everybody does, and you know it passed through like the shade room, and I'm sure somebody else's blog got it, so it was news, and and then I also saw like the the whole story on TMZ, so like people were were going for it. And, like, it's not just your friends that see this. Like, people are screenshotting this stuff. And so, you know, you have to understand when you're on the Internet, which you know I'm on all the time, checking y'all out, um, the things don't go away just because you delete them. Like, somebody already has it. So any kind of foolishness you putting up there, I promise you somebody already had it. And trust, everybody who is your quote-unquote friend or quote-unquote follower on the social means ain't there because they really interested in your life. A lot of these people are there because they are not interested in your life and they want to see you fall. They are waiting to for you to post things so that they can critique your life and then waiting for you to post up those sad memes and all of that so they can feel better about their own daggone life. So watch out for what you're putting on the internet the internet can be a wonderful place to go to do you know lots of things and meet lots of people but it's also you know the head the um hallway to hell sometimes for many people you know our kids are on there they're posting about feelings that shouldn't go up there they're posting about other children that they know that shouldn't be up there they're posting about um, you know, they're schooling, they're posting about illegal activities that they're doing and all of those things they don't understand or not, you know, staying just within the confines of their so, so-called friend circle. And we have to know that those things are happening in that way when we can see that adults are doing it without, in, without thought, you know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not even keeping track of their own things. And even sometimes, as, you know, we saw earlier in the Jess Hilarious one, that, you know, they double down on their mess. And so, you know, it takes a little while to learn some things about yourself. So to, you know, put things up on the social meds that are unnecessary, you shouldn't do it. Like, think twice before you post about, and, and I don't mean like, you know, don't post your picture, your, you and your kids and all of those kind of things. But, you know, I think that there's something to be said about having a conversation with your, especially your preteens, because a lot of y'all got preteens that's walking around with cell phones and they doing a lot of stuff you don't know that they're doing because they're doing things that they think are okay based off of what they're seeing other celebrities do. And then like, you know, what their friends are saying they're doing as well. And then teenagers too, because 
because I'm I promise you I've seen some I've heard firsthand of some children who were not able to go to college based off of the nonsense that they put on social media. So even though your kids think that Snapchat then disappeared, no it has not because it's still out there to be found. You cannot see it and your that your baby can't see it, but the people who are searching for, you know, especially when we got, you know, our brown and black babies trying to get into colleges and we already see, you know, that other people are paying for slots. That means that there are not a lot of those um, free slots and discounted slots to give away. And so they are definitely scouring the internet to find reasons to not let your child in. Now, believe me, it's that that's what's happening. And so we want to make sure that we don't have our kids, you know, doing inappropriate things on the Internet that will keep them from going. And I'm saying this as a mother of multiple teens. Well, they're mostly young adults now, but um, and luckily (laughs) social media was just starting when my kids were teenagers. So um, they were it was just starting in in the way like Instagram was new. It was very, very new when my kids were teenagers. So now that they are, you know, twenties, um, it's kind of like, okay, I still feel like sometimes I need to remind them. Like I don't have the kids that, you know, are into a lot of the messiness, but, you know, teens are teens, and I ain't gonna act like mine are angels up over in this piece either, you know, so I still feel like sometimes I have to remind them, like, when you go out, and you're, like, hanging out with your friends, some of that stuff you don't want to put on the, you know, internet, and I know, you know, sometimes people get to drinking, and they get a little careless, but no, if you feel like you're going to be so daggone careless that you can't remember what you're doing, then you probably shouldn't go. That's just, you know, I'm just saying. But, again, it's just you want to have conversations with your teens and your preteens and anybody else that you have um, that is, you know, under your phone bill posting things up on the social medias you might want to have a conversation with them just to make sure that they are being mindful and uh, and we too as adults I'm assuming that everybody listening is an adult and so we too as adults need to be mindful of the things that we're putting on social media you know, a lot of times, I, I want to say this, you know, a lot of times we're putting up on social media a lot of stuff about how we're feeling in the um, relationship we're in, and that ain't necessary neither. Put that, leave that stuff alone. Stop telling everybody that you're sad and lonely um, because most of the people who you're telling it to are not people that you would call on the phone to tell that to have that conversation with. So they don't need to see all of that. They don't care about your sad and lonely. They actually a little bit happy about your sad and lonely. So don't post that stuff either. Call your friends, call your close friends or your mother or whoever raised you 
and or mentored you that you feel is a safe place to have a conversation because like I said before everything came for the internet some stuff is for a group text or a private text you know what I'm saying you know if there's a meme you want to say you found one that kind of fits your feelings post it in the in the inbox there's met there's dms right there you could direct message them how you feel so that they see it and everybody else who's following you your other how many hundreds or even thousands of people who you we know you ain't calling a thousand people so most of them people ain't people that you really need to talk about your innermost deepest feelings with on the internet you know what i'm saying so you know Again, I'm back to, <laughs> I said all of that to say, Dr. Dre was messing up up on these internet streets too. So before you go um, talking about another person and what they didn't do, you might want to worry about the monies that you gave yourself, boo. <laughs> Like I told you last week and the week before that, um, the Patreon page is definitely up now, you guys. If you want to go over there, it is uh, patreon.com backslash IJS um, underscore one seven. If you go over there, it's in the show notes. So you guys really don't have to write it down, but I would really appreciate if you guys would go over there. I am trying to, um, I'm trying to, um, save up the money to buy the equipment for better editing for the, um, podcast as well as the YouTube channel. I am also trying to go to two podcast, um, meetups and or conventions this year. And that costs money, you guys. And so <laughs> I would literally love the, um, the donations. Now, if you go over to the Patreon page, there are three ways that you can donate. One is by um, hitting one of the two tiers that I have already. It's a the first tier is a two dollar a month shout out tier where I will um, shout out your name and thank you on the podcast for um, donating. It's two dollars a month, guys. Um, that's all I'm asking for is two dollars a month, which comes out to like twenty four dollars a year. So. Um, you guys can go to the Patreon page and you can do that for the first tier. The second tier, however, is a little bit more, which is just um, $5 a month, which is um, $60 a year. Um, just takes out $5 a month. I don't get any of your credit card information. All of that stuff is secured. And um, you will greatly be helping me to, you know, reach my goal of, you know, doing the the, the extra things I want to do. Now, the, with the $5 tier, you all, you get this, this shout out, but you also get extra episodes of the podcast. That's where you'll find the recaps to the shows that I'm watching, um, the Ionlas and the Insecures. And also, there's a great thing this month because I went to this wonderful leadership training that I that I get um, twice a, twice a year through a group that I belong to, and um, what we discussed this time was just understanding, you know that one, 
there are always issues going on around us. And sometimes we're not aware that the issues going on around us actually include us and we don't even know it. And so it was talking about when you're in relationship with people, how you can diagnose, treat and heal um, from the issues that may be going on in your life personally or um, with other people. And so I will be, I was able to record some of it. So there's actual training. You guys will be getting a little piece of the training as well as me, um, you know, uh, giving my commentary on what I learned from that situation and, you know, just my belief system, um, well, not my belief system, but my understanding of what I learned. So that will happen every month. Now the leadership training will not happen every month, but the extra episodes of the podcast will happen every month for those people who want to pay the $5 tier. Now there's also another way that you can do it. And that is that you can, um, make your own donation price if you want to do something that way where you're just doing a one-time donation or you would like to, you know, do any other amount of money that you'd like to give every month and you're able to do that as well. Again, that's over at the Patreon page, guys. And the Patreon page, again, is patreon.com backslash IJS underscore one seven. Uh, again, that's in the show notes, but I'm looking forward to, um, talking to you guys and shouting you guys out on the, um, podcast when you become patrons of the page. Next week, guys, I'm actually, um, going to be preparing for, my upcoming trip, I'm going to Atlanta again, hanging out with Summer. So, uh, you know, that two weeks from now, we will be able to have an actual podcast, hopefully with the two of us on there. If she's not too busy, you never know. Summer got a lot of running around to do. But I'm going to go see Amanda Seals live because I watched the uh, HBO special. I watch Insecure. I follow her on social media. Um, I listen to her podcast. And, you know, so since she was coming, I was like, let's get on down there and do see some smart, funny, and black and hope that, you know, it's just as amazing as I imagine it is when I'm watching clips of it on the internet. Don't forget, guys, when you're out there, do not, um, you know, don't just haphazardly post things on social media. Be very, very um, mindful about what you're putting out because what what you put out there is what people will think of you. And you want people to think the best of you at all times, right? Even though I understand that we don't have good, great days every day and I'm not expecting anyone to be perfect. I'm just saying be mindful. We're all going to make mistakes. So not only should we be mindful of the, the things we're putting up there, but let's be a little, um, uh, merciful to the people who are actually posting things when that they shouldn't and making mistakes. Like, let's not be so quick to cancel them all together. Um, let's be more, let's, let, let's just kind of like take 
everything in context and then decide. Some people, they do got to go. Now, I'm not going to lie about that because that Barbara Streisand, she out here saying reckless stuff, but we ain't going to get into that. Just be mindful of what you're putting out there. Talk to your children about what they put out there. And remember, guys, you don't got to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying.